When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now. But I'm wearing headphones, rocketed back old school radio days. How about that? And somebody said it looks like I'm plugged into a Walkman. And I remember when I got my first Walkman. Because my brothers and I had to share it. And I was the youngest, so how, how often do you think I got it? And you had your case of cassettes, and then people started to crap on your music selection. And I'm like, then bring yours then! How many times did we have that conversation at parties? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. And, uh, yeah. It's nobody's fault but mine. But when I listen to that intro, I get, I get triggered from high school parties with people annoying me, which transferred into adult life. Hi, welcome. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, podcast and YouTube live as usual. I'm in South Florida. Darren Moose DuPont is in the sweatpants capital today. Hi, Moose. Wonderful job by the boys flying the Millennium Falcon today. They had some issues out of the jump, but we got on the air on time. And I welcome all the new viewers. I opened up the text line, the EMJ Marketing text line, Moose. And there's all these people writing in saying, just discovered your show. It's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, things are great here. How about you? What's popping? Yeah, things are great. I love to hear that, too, that the text line's popping, that the new viewers are reaching out, um, and the sun's shining. It's a great day. It's a good week, so uh, looking forward to the show. Yeah, it's, the, the reason I get triggered, and just so you know, just hang on, Jordan, before you get to the show horn, and I will tell you our guests today are our good friends Scott Laughlin from SiriusXM NHL Radio and Adam Hill of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. In the weekly CFL Players Association Player Spotlight presented by Sober Carpenter. The re- like it was always me. And I don't know if you've noticed, I'm, I'm not at the end of my rope. I jumped off the end of my rope. I'm good now. I had a meeting with my club this morning. Something was urging me to go and I went and it was, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I can't change. So it was one thing to go to a high school party with a briefcase full of cassettes you probably don't know what that is but you do remember the cd cases 
that we used to have, or DVD cases. So I remember all those years riding the bus with junior hockey teams. We'd go through all my movies, old school, obviously, slap shot, the ones that come to mind. And then we'd go through the, all those long 21-hour straight bus trips. We'd go through all the movies, watch them again. Miracle was another one with Kurt Russell. Then I had the George Strait, live at the Houston Astrodome DVD. We got halfway through it, and one of the players came to the front and said, Rod, can we turn this off? The players are getting a headache. And I'm like, well, you guys put in your DVDs then. Same thing. Bring this. It's always on me to bring the damn DVDs and the cassettes. I'm over it. <laughs> Anyways, talk myself out of it. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> Were you, Darren, the movie connoisseur or the DJ? Or why is it always me? Was it, was, please tell me you were that guy. Yeah, on the movies. Not on the music. Um, but but I, I know, you know, kids today, I mean, the the you know, bucket of cassettes. I understand it. I never had to live it, but I did have to li live through the binder of CDs. If you wanted to have more than 12 songs with you, you needed a binder of CDs. Now the kids have, you know, thousands of songs just right here, ready to go. Yeah, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't even know. I'm out of it now, and stories like this are why I don't want to do it again. Anyways, uh, we'll get it. We got so much to get to today. Settle in, everybody. It's going to be fun, as it always is. Uh, point one, George Springer celebrated his 34th birthday with his 57th career home run. Lead-off homer, sorry. Bo Bichette and Alejandro Kirk added two-run homers, and the visiting Toronto Blue Jays beat the Yankees 7-1 on Tuesday. Yeah, Yusei Kikuchi was pulled one batter into the sixth inning because of a muscle cramp. Kikuchi allowed one run in five-plus innings for his first win since August 2nd. Uh, way to go, Blue Jays. But hockey season is here, as is football season. So good luck tonight in New York. We're moving on. Point two, we go to hockey, and, and we got breaking news today. Brad Marchand's been named captain of the Boston Bruins, which is quite interesting, actually. But I'm not a Bruins fan. I know you're not a Bruins fan. I wonder how the Bruins fans feel about that. And we'll get to that in a second. But number one, Columbus Blue Jackets owners and executives on Monday were contrite over the forced resignation of controversial coach Mike Babcock days before the opening of training camp and eager to move on. Uh, Blue Jackets president John Davidson said, quote, all we can do now is learn from it and do everything we can to help our coaches and players get ready for the season. I know this is a major misstep, misstep that we now have to move past. Oh, no big deal. Bye. Uh, no, I don't think you're getting <laughs> away with it that easily. A guy's lost his job here, which even a lot of Babs friends feel he deserved to. But we got to examine, and I, I would hope some people are examining this, but you shouldn't assume because we don't know what happens when you assume. But the story I got in hockey was that Ken Hitchcock said there's only one guy for this job. It's Mike Babcock, and he told that to... John Davidson, because when I was in Calgary this summer, which incidentally is John Davidson's hometown, the hockey people said to me, make no mistake, this is John Davidson hire, not Jarmo Kekalainen, the GM. So uh, can they just sweep it under the rug and move on, Darren? Like, I literally don't really care. I'm ready to move on. But should they get a pass? They're going to try. Um, they shouldn't get a pass. Should they have to lose their jobs? I don't know. I mean, they didn't let Mike Babcock continue to coach once this came about, whether it was through the media or whoever, you know, however they found out. Um, but I do think that their moves should be heavily scrutinized, and I assume they're going to be under the microscope 
for how they act moving forward. But uh, this was a mistake, and they'll try and sweep it under the rug, but they uh, have to own part of this as well, even if they're going to keep their job. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the story ain't over, as I've said, said it yesterday. Um, we'll see where it goes, but it just... I mean, I like Hitch. Him and my dad were really close. They worked together for a long time with Dallas. But there's just certain guys that time has really passed them by. Uh, Babs is obviously one. Hitch is one. And it kind of looks to me like John Davidson's another. Yet he, he gets to keep his job. I, gotta, I don't get it. But anyways, we will move on. The Chicago Blackhawks will not have a captain this season. General Manager Kyle Davidson made the announcement Tuesday. Jonathan Taves had been the captain for the last fifth years but played his last game with them in April. Davidson, the general manager, said in a release, I think we've added a lot of experienced leaders, but we're looking for the collective to find that leadership capability and not just the players that will end up wearing letters on their sweater. We're looking for everyone to step up as we enter the year. I wanted to spend far more time on this the other day than we did, and I think now might be a good time to do it. Um, who or what is the best captain? As a guy that's been in sports my whole life, I've seen all different kinds. I've had conversations with captains about it. Guys that wanted to be captain, guys that didn't want to be captain. You know, um, and should you go without a captain? That's it become It's becoming a thing to do that. The Flames have done it for a while. Um, Chicago's doing it. Yet Boston's made Brad Marchand their captain today. I believe I read Braden Shen was named the captain of the St. Louis Blues on Tuesday, which I think is a... Tremendous move, but I think the best captains are kind of the biggest, not nerds per se, but not real big on personality. There's a reason they call Jonathan Taves Captain Serious, and some of the best captains we had in my time with the Regina Pats, I think of Barrett Jackman, who went on to a wonderful career in the NHL with the St. Louis Blues. He comes to mind immediately. Uh, Garth Murray, Connor Bedard. How often do you ever really see him smile? I mean, he was the captain of the Pats just last year. Um, who or what is your ideal captain? And I'd love to hear from the audience their answer to that, too. But because you're with me, what's yours, Darren? Yeah, Adam Brooks was a good captain for the Regina Pats. If we're talking about the Pats, and I covered them sure. a lot during God's team. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't think there's, you know, a lot of, you know, there can be a lot of different captains. Some can lead by example on the ice. Others can be vocal in the room and lead by off-ice examples. Some can be popular um, and have great relationships with the coach. But I think there's one term for me that makes a good captain, and that is respect. Having respect and giving yeah. respect, I think the best captains always have it and give it. So I think that's really important. And I think Brad Marchand, as much as he's hated, by some in the league, I think he has a lot of respect within his locker room. And he's played on Team Canada with a lot of guys who are captains. So to me, there's a little of that element there with him. Yeah, dude, we could spend two solid hours on this because when I did a sports banquet with Matthew Barnaby, I said to Barney, what do you think about Brad Marchand on the stage in front of a full hall in Arcola, Saskatchewan? And he said, he's everything that I wished I could have been. Brad Marchand has far more respect than people think, you know? And it's, yeah. it's again, a very, very, very delicate situation because you want a guy that people lead, the other players lead or follow or whatever you want to say it, but they got to be going the right way. I didn't realize it for the longest time with me. People followed me and still do. The problem was for years I was leading them in the wrong direction. 
I think you've seen my leadership uh, seminars that I've done in talks. I look at Deron Carter, same thing. He's the younger, black, physically talented version of me. Everybody wanted to follow Deron. But the problem was, and when I say, forget about the off-field stuff. He didn't work out. He didn't try hard. He, he can't follow that guy. He was breaking every team rule. And by the way, so was I in my heyday. It wasn't until that I turned my life around and in my case got sober that I, people were still following me, but at least I was leading them the right way. But I wasn't the guy that you would want to be captain of the team. Would you want Deron Carter to be the captain of your team? Right? Would you? No. No. So that's why this is a decision where they put in a lot of uh, time and effort in that. Um, so and it just took me a while to realize, holy smokes, people follow me. I better be doing the right thing. Took a long time. On the text line, this is awesome, 902-518-3033. It's brought to you by EMJ Marketing. They will find the perfect keynote speaker for your event. Look up Joe at emjmarketing.com. From Goodyear, Arizona. Guy writes in, his name's Joe Palomarez, and he says, I hope to text into the show next time. I'm a first-time watcher. How about that? How about that, boys? What do we have for him? Mention our name. You'll get a good seat in the bathroom, Joe. <laughs> and here's a good one for you from Tony. Tony in Regina. He writes in, Moose, and he says, Hey, good morning, Rod. A week ago, your sidekick and you were talking about getting a trailer to Florida. I have the truck to do it, and I have a clean passport. My number, 306-539-dot-dot-dot-dot. Oh, yeah, I live in Regina, and I know Carm Carteri for a reference. How about that? That, that was on the text line. So How do you feel just about let that, that sit. Because <laughs> he's probably going to want to stay over with you. Right, just, just think about it for a while. Uh, and by the way, I, I did extend an invitation to stay with us, which you've done. You know, Darren, we have room for company, uh, and I extended it to the guy that farms my land. People think that I'm just a pretty face yakking it up on the yak box every day. They don't understand that I've got revenue from the ag industry, the recovery industry, all different kinds of industries, and this is one of the guys that farms my land. I said, why don't you come on down? He was mad that I'm in Florida. I'm like, don't be mad, man. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. It's not my fault. Just come on down and enjoy it for yourself. Our hockey coverage is brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. Head down to the Tap Room Thursday through Saturday, 12 to 8 p.m., 28th Street Northeast in Calgary. They have their own bar there with the big screens on showing this show, Common Crown Brewing in Calgary. Check them out at commoncrownbrewing.ca. We have breaking news. Uh, we have so much to get to today. The Toronto Argonauts Football Club announced today that the team has extended the contract of general manager Michael Pinball Clements, whom I believe is from Clearwater, Florida. Pinball was named the 20th general manager in Argonauts history in October of 2019. Since then, he's led the Argos to a Grey Cup championship, three straight East Division titles, and the best start in Argonauts history at 11-1. But tell me that it doesn't start at the top again, okay? He did it in, in a GIF in 2019. Yeah. There are other teams whose general managers that took over that same year that are still floundering and flip-flopping around. Oh, and by the way, 
The double blue had won only a total of eight games in two seasons prior to pinball showing up. I mean, what else do you need to know about this guy? As John Lynch would say, John Frenzy, the Hall of Fame Rough Riders broadcaster, he's a winner all the way! Right? So kudos to the Yargos and Pinball Clemens. What do you? Th- we'll dig into this a little more, but what are your thoughts on this breaking news today? Yeah, it's a great hire uh, or a great contract to keep your good people around. When you have good people, do whatever it takes to retain them. And uh, the Argonauts are going in the right direction. Um, there's no doubt about it. So get everybody locked up and keep the good times rolling. Uh, and, and it's not, some will say there'll always be the haters. We've discussed that. And by the way, I got to get to the, 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 the latest on Prime, Deion Sanders. But with the Argos, because I've got so many friends that work for them or have worked for them, it's the culture of pinball. There are different ways to win championships. The Vegas Golden Knights aren't doing it like the Toronto Argonauts. They have their own way. But in Toronto, and I won't, don't, this isn't about Vegas, this is about the Argos. It's a trust situation. It is without question a love situation. Pinball said it on this show. Basically, you can make a mistake in Toronto, you're not going to get fired. Like in Vegas, you make a mistake, you're gone. And that works too. But in Toronto, they'll forgive it. You better not make it again. But that's also fine too. It's a culture of accountability, uh, but also all being one together. And I'm so happy, and I love pinball, and I'm happy for this. We have less than a minute. I do want to talk about uh, the merger of the USFL and the XFL. I, I did a Google search this morning, a Google News search on XFL, and the first story that came up said, oh, they're in talks, exploratory talks. I'm like, oh, great, here we go. They're talking about talking. And then I realized, no, no, they're advanced talks about merging. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Canada's game of the week in the CFL. What's the best 2-0 NFL team? Lionel Messi. Tonight's the night Toronto FC's in town. It kind of snuck up on us, Moose. They're here tonight taking on Inter-Miami. I didn't even know till this morning. Where were you on that one, Britt? <laughs> we'll be right back. We're halfway through the Quick 6 show topics. Live on the Game Plus Television Network. WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. 
In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey, collectors, register for the premier sports card convention where collectors, enthusiasts, and sports lovers unite to celebrate the beauty and value of their treasured items taking place in Red Deer, Alberta and the Parkland Pavilion, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. Get your tickets and more information at premiersportscardcon.ca. Uh, I'm in South Florida, as you know. Darren Moose Dupont is with me from the sweatpants capital dave is watching in niagara falls ontario on game plus television he writes and he says hi guys congrats on all the new watchers let's keep it going just like the argos brian in hudson bay sask the moose capital of the world writes in uh, regarding pinball taking over in 2019 he says lol yeah one right here in the Wheat Province started in 2019, but according to some, he brings in great talent and deserves another contract. LOL, what a joke. Uh, and from the audience, Joe Booney is watching. You know, Joe Booney, you, you, we were on a Zoom call with him. You and I were at the Golden Corral That's right. in uh, Hialeah Gardens, Florida. And you're on the Zoom. He's like, good evening, Rod. It's Joe Booney from Syria. And he says, Rod, have you looked at yourself in the mirror recently? You look absolutely wonderful. And I got to say, your co-host looks like a damn sexy pinata. See, he's <laughs> buttering us up, Moose. And, uh, and then he goes on to ask, how many touchdowns will Jordan Love have this season? Let's wait till football Friday, Joe. Love uh, the nice comments you said. You're a good-looking man yourself, but we do the talking and you do the watching. That has never changed. That has not changed. So, Darren, before I move on, XFL-USFL merger. Um, I said it on the radio in Ottawa last night. I was on with A.J. Jakubik, TSN Ottawa. Who's surprised by this? Smart companies that are competing, Sirius XM radio, there was a Sirius satellite radio and an XM satellite radio. They merged and dominated the world. Why fight? That's what I see these leagues doing. You? Yeah, we're better together. Um, that's always the case. I mean, not all, I mean, there's always instances where it's not always the case. But um, as a viewer... I've had trouble, and I know a lot of viewers will say, I'm not interested in the spring football. I haven't gotten into spring football. I haven't got into these leagues. And when there's so many of them, and not that there's that many, but when there's multiples, you never know which one is the best one, so which one should I give my attention to? Well, if they merge together and become one, now there's no more choices. So now you know which one to follow in the spring if you want football. It's going to be easier to follow, easier to track. It's going to get more of our attention, and I think it's a good thing for the football fans, and it's good for both those leagues. Uh, by the way, Flames Nation checking in. One of the most wonderful blogs and podcasts going Flames Nation. They say, good morning, Rod. Go Stamps. 
Guys, can you write in and tell me what's the hot stories at Calgary Flames training camp other than the captain? I'm, I'm keeping an eye on everything. And to be honest, so many people have written in this week. You've heard and seen some of their messages, Darren. They're like, Rod, you're so zen. You're so relaxed. Here's why. I've turned my television off. I've turned my phone off. And aside from zooming around in the Jeep, I haven't listened a whole lot to local sports radio. And all of a sudden, my brain is clear. So you might want to follow that, folks. Don't turn this show off, of course. But I don't need everybody's opinion on everything. You know, I used to think that the last two spring or last two falls here that I had to be up on everything. And I'd, where, where did that get me? Into the loony bin. So now nah, just take it easy. Um, on the merger, Carlos in Indianapolis says the XFL-USFL merger makes more sense than the proposed XFL-CFL merger. Darren in Salt Lake City, Utah, watching, says the timing of the proposed merger is interesting. The powerhouses of NCAA football may split from the NCAA and create a group of super conferences. This may be a response to that. And from Jay in Winnipeg watching, he says, Great show, RP. The CFL game of the week is the Bombers bye week. LOL. Got that one, guys. Uh, so we will move on. I'm not going to spend any more time on this merger because right now it's just talk, and I want to talk about the games that are actually going on. I do think, as much as I like Randy Ambrosi, the commissioner of the CFL, he threw that out, proposed merger during COVID to see how many of us idiots bid on it. I did. <laughs> and spent about four months on it distracting us from the real problems of the CFL and the fact they eventually didn't play. So I'm not following, falling forward again. Way to go, Randy. You got me. To Canada's Game of the Week in the Canadian Football League, which is another thing. Another reason I'm very happy, Darren, is that I, fi I finally figured it out. I spend, I lay awake at night trying to figure things out. We launched this Cats and Bolts podcast where Serena and I will broadcast a podcast covering the Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning, and everybody's going nuts around here about it. We already got two sponsors. I won't name them here. People are asking, when's your next podcast? When are you doing it? So instead of trying to appease the Floridians with this show, and they tell me they don't like the CFL talk and the junior hockey talk, but the problem is I do. <laughs> so I'm not going to stop. You know what I mean? I created a show just for them, and it's going great. Uh, so I'm just real happy. So I can continue talking about what I love, which is the CFL. And incidentally, I'm not getting a T. I'm not taking this ball out of the box. Because I like where it is. Do you like where it is, Derek? Because if I put it on a T, yeah. the CFL, you wouldn't, see the, you wouldn't be able to see the logo as well. Yeah, it'd be awkward. Yeah, I agree. We're not about awkward things here. Do you know what this is? <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's the awkward turtle. You didn't know that? Oh, you know, it comes no, out when things get know. awkward. When things get awkward, the awkward turtle comes out. I'm serious. Um, point four is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League. And I had to think a little bit about this. I'll give everybody a minute in case you haven't thought about the games in week 16. Here they are. Friday, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders at the Ottawa Red Blacks, first of a doubleheader. Later that night, the BC Lions are at the Edmonton Elks. And then Saturday, another doubleheader, Montreal at Calgary. 
followed by the Hamilton Tiger Cats at the Toronto Argonauts. And our poll is brought to you daily by Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. I'll be watching as many of them as I can, but the one I'm most interested in the result is the BC Lions at the Edmonton Elks because BC's not, sorry, Edmonton's not the hottest team in the league, but they are the winners of four of their last five. And they're coming on. They're right on the heels of Saskatchewan. And this, they're at home. And I wonder what the crowd's going to be like at Commonwealth Stadium. Edmonton is, they're not the hottest team. Toronto is. Winnipeg's obviously got a lot to prove. And BC's got a lot to play for, too. But if Edmonton wins that game, and I haven't even looked at the point spread yet, it's chaos, Darren, chaos in the CFL West standings if Edmonton wins this game. It is. I'm really looking forward to it. But for fun, I'm going to say Toronto-Hamilton is my game of the week um, for a couple of reasons. Hamilton's coming off a big win over Winnipeg, best team in the West. Now they get a chance to knock off the best team in the East and their biggest rival, the best team in the league. Um, is Toronto, What's Toronto going to look like? Right, This might be a little indication of what they're going to look like for the rest of the season. Right, Now that they've wrapped up first place, what's left to play for. So we'll see what Toronto comes out with. And Hamilton, maybe they're going to take another step towards trending upwards and maybe getting everybody excited that they could maybe play in the Grey Cup at home because that needs to still be the goal for that team. So you're voting Toronto-Hamilton? Yeah. Uh, of course. You moved to Toronto, so you're, you're Johnny Toronto now. <laughs> so, of course, you're voting for Toronto. I knew you Hamilton. were going to say that. Of course you did. Uh, Jay in Winnipeg says, what if the CFL joins this merger? Don't come around here with a what if talk, because that is a signature phrase of anxiety. What if? What if? What if? What if our quarterback gets hurt? What if we clinch these two soon and we have meaningless? What if? Let's talk about it when it does. Uh, Colin, well, first, Ted in Red Deer says, okay, the awkward turtle is a new one on me. And I'm old. LOL. Love this show. You got to have kids. That's where I learned it. Uh, Colin in Ottawa says, didn't Bill Manning go in business for himself and go to the XFL alone? to propose merger talks. Pretty sure Randy and the Board of Governors were not consulted by Slick Willie on the talks. He's talking about Bill Manning, the president of the Argos, which is a whole other thing and why I've been turning my phone off. <laughs> That's why I'm so happy. I'm not listening to people. It's great. I had a guy that got fired by Bill Manning in Toronto. I won't say any more called me and just went up one side of Bill Manning and down the other about the guy. And I, this guy's a friend, so I kind of listened to it. But what's happened in the MLSE since that happened, uh, the Raptors won a championship, the Argos have won a great cup, the Leafs are predicted to win the division. I know Manning's not the president of the Leafs, but he still goes to work there every day. Um, my guy's got an ax to grind, that's fine, but it ain't my ax to grind. There's, hey, Darren, I know you hate this and the PETA people do even more, but there's more than one way to skin a cat. And uh, whatever they're doing in Toronto clearly is working. Uh, Jay Miller 
in Winnipeg says, RP, who is your Royal Rumble pick this year? Uh, sorry, bro, you got the wrong show on that one. I don't go into pro wrestling at all. Sorry. I respect those that do. Not my thing. Our CFL coverage is brought to you in part by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beer. Check them out at SoberCarpenter.com. I mean, come on. I'm sitting here trying to follow all the real sports. NFL, CFL, NHL, junior hockey, college football. You want to talk about the guys running around in tights with fake endings written by the... No, sorry. I don't. I respect that you love it. I don't follow it at all. As I mentioned, Lionel Messi. They don't even know if Messi's going to play tonight for Inter-Miami. Can you imagine paying $400 U.S. to go watch Toronto <laughs> FC here in Miami tonight and he don't play? I would burn the stadium down. I can't imagine. I'm not advocating you, you do that. I know. I can't imagine how you would react. Forget about paying 400 bucks. if Britt took you for free and wasted your night to go down there and Messi wasn't playing. How mad and upset that upsetting that would be. Forget For those that don't know, bucks. all our new viewers, my landlord, Britt, is a season ticket holder for Inter-Miami. He just casually dropped that out a year or two ago. And you know what? I never cared. And all of a sudden, it's the hottest ticket in South Florida. And I haven't heard from Britt about going to a game. He knows I'd like to go. Haven't heard from him. It's odd. And uh, we'll 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 push this to hour two, Darren. I want you to think about it a little bit. Who is your best two and O team in the National Football League? I mean, God knows there's thousands of sports talk shows in the United States of America. More in Canada. They're all talking about the NFL. We don't need to talk about it. But there are interesting things to talk about. They were talking about this on Pardon the Interruption yesterday. And I quite enjoyed this topic. And we're kind of Canada's version, I believe, of Pardon the Interruption on Game Plus TV. Who's the best 2-0 and team in the NFL? There are two teams in the AFC. The Miami Dolphins that play just down the street. And the Philadelphia Eagles. And over in the NFC, my conference, the Dallas Cowboys. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Commanders. They're all in one division. And then, of course, the Falcons. Hashtag rise up. The New Orleans Saints and the San Francisco 49ers. So there's a lot of 2-0 teams. Who's the best of them? We'll talk about that next hour. Plus Prime setting a record on the weekend with the Colorado Buffaloes. We'll see you then, Moose. You bet. We'll be talking NHL hockey next with Sirius XM's Scott Laughlin. We are live on the Game Plus television network across all of Canada and 31 states on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, where we are Atlanta's NHL show, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Ladies and gentlemen, our hockey coverage is brought to you in part by Common Crown Brewing Company. Head down to the tap room in Calgary Thursday through Saturday noon to 8 p.m. That's 28th Street Northeast in Calgary or check out Common Crown Brewing. 
at commoncrown.ca. They're just down the street from overtime shooting lanes, overtime hockey lanes, another proud RP show sponsor. We're talking hockey. It's opening day of NHL training camps. Let's bring in Scott Laughlin, our good friend from Sirius XM NHL Radio. And Scott, I'm going to jump right into it. The breaking news today, Brad Marchand is the newest captain of the Boston Bruins. Does that surprise you or not? It doesn't really surprise me, Rod. I think that we had been building towards this. They had been building towards this. I think that what we needed to see from him was just not the productivity on the ice, but we have to acknowledge and maybe give him some credit for the way he's turned around his career, right? He's not going out there. He's not licking players anymore. He's not being a sideshow. He's really not only progressed with his game on the ice, but I think in terms of leadership and I think what he brings to the table in, in terms of uh, his veteran experience, I think it's something that that Bruins team direly needs right now. When you lose Patrice Bergeron and you lose David Krejci, I guess Charlie McAvoy would be a consideration perhaps down the road to take the seat perhaps from 63, whatever it's said and done. Uh, but this guy is one of their best players still. And more than that, like I said, he's been disciplined the last couple of years, and that's key to his game and leadership values as well. Good answer. Good answer. Now, what stories are you following in training camp the most, or are you just looking ahead to the regular season already? I mean, uh, it's like Christmas, I would think, with training camps opening. Are there some stories on top of mind for you? Well, I think some of the stories that we were maybe expecting to talk more about during the offseason have dragged into the start of the preseason and maybe into the regular season as well a couple of weeks from now, Rod, because we've been talking for the longest time about Calgary and what is new general manager Craig Conroy going to do with all those expiring contracts and talking about Lindholm and talking about uh, Hannafin and, and players like that. What can, if anything, be done to keep those players around, or do you have to move them out? Same thing, obviously, with Chevy and Winnipeg in terms of Shifley and Connor Hellebuck. Are they coming? Are they going? How long does this drag on? I think that if you're the Winnipeg Jets, you want to make a move sooner rather than later. I don't necessarily think that you can roll the dice and hope that these guys maybe will factor into the long-term plans of your team if they haven't signed on by now. I guess Kevin Chevaldeov is thinking if we can win to start off out of the gate, uh, it's a new-look Jets team. There have been some key figures, obviously, that have been moved out. Blake Wheeler, at the end of the road, of course, gets moved off to the Rangers. They get the return on Pierre-Luc Dubois, and they're hoping that those puzzle pieces can fit as well. I guess the hope is, especially when it comes to Connor Hellebuck, is that you win to start off the season, you have some success, and you make him realize that the goalie market maybe isn't what it used to be in terms of getting paid, almost like the NHL's version of the running back position in the NFL. It's undervalued right now. The guys aren't going to strike it rich. And maybe if you factor all those in uh, to the equation and have some success to start the season in Winnipeg, maybe that convinces Connor Hellebuck that maybe, maybe the Jets are indeed the best place for him to be. Well, what's interesting is you started saying Chevy's waiting and seeing, and you ended saying Hella is waiting and seeing, and that's what I think it is. I think both of them are saying if this goes well, he doesn't mind staying. He just wants to win, and maybe Shifley's in the same boat. You remember him two off-seasons ago saying, I need to see if this is the right fit for me. <laughs> that's the new player, folks. He's the poster boy for the way they look at things. So maybe it all depends. Maybe everybody's waiting on that. Well, as the late John Madden used to say, and you remember this, Rod, I mean, winning is the best deodorant, right? So anything that maybe is rankling you playing in a particular city with a particular team, if you win, everything starts to smell brighter, your food starts to taste a little bit better, and maybe you've got a hope there. Look, I think that Hellebuck in particular is, is the most important piece for them to keep that ship going in the right direction. I think that he was looking for Vasilevsky-type money, and I think the reality is, is that today's environment in the National Hockey League, Vegas has proven you can play five goalies. 
and go on to win a Stanley Cup. And, and I think maybe the dream of getting Vasilevsky-type money and getting that type of a contract maybe is just not going to be there for him at this stage. So maybe you just re-up with the Jets, you get what you can get, you get a bit of a raise, but maybe not what you were entirely anticipating. And maybe, as they say, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. It'll look a lot better for him in Winnipeg, certainly if they get off to a great start this season. You talk NHL every day and you're in Canada. I want your take on this, if you don't mind. We had seven burning questions yesterday, one for each Canadian team, and one was how long will Habs fans remain patient? I have the sense that they're patient. Have I misread that? And how would you answer that? I think they've probably got one more season here to have sort of that honeymoon period as far as the rebuild goes. I don't think that anybody in Montreal is expecting or should be expecting that team to be a playoff team right now. And oh, by the way, Rod, I think we'd all agree they're probably in the toughest division in all of hockey, right? Top to bottom, I think five teams are coming out of the Atlantic division, including the defending Eastern Conference champion Florida Panthers. So uh, I, I think that that division is stacked. I think Montreal is making progress I think clearly that when you look at Buffalo and Ottawa and Detroit even, they're in front of Montreal at this stage. So you want to see further progression. You'd like to see your ice Lovkowski stay healthy, get out there and be productive and show what made him the top pick overall just a couple of years ago. You'd like to see further progression from Cole Caulfield. Can you pencil him in for 40 this season? I don't think that that's too much to ask. So I think that it really is still a work in progress. I don't think that they're quite there yet and i think montreal fans would and should realize that i think next season is where you start to say okay marty st louis it's been a great story we've got some great young players here but next season rod i think is where they really push up on the playoffs in the eastern conference right that sounds reasonable to me and i have watched warm-ups here in sunrise from ice level and the habs were the youngest team i don't know if statistically they were the youngest team but they were the youngest looking team of any team that came through there i'm like this is the best american hockey league team or major junior team i've ever seen so they're ridiculously young and they do love their coach which means a lot. Just for fun, our official betting partner is Bet Regal, Scott, and they've set the over-under for Connor Bedard's rookie point total at 69.5 points this season. You taking the over or the under on that? I'm going just over, I think, Rod, on that one. I'm in that boat that thinks maybe that sweet spot for him is going to be 35 goals and 75 points. I think that would be realistic. I think a lot of the time, too, we want to compare him to other generational talents that came before him. And, you know, I think back to Sidney Crosby, because Bedard's coming in with Chicago the way that Crosby came in with Pittsburgh. He's expected to turn things around. Uh, But we even saw with Sid that, you know, in his first season, he had 102 points but they missed the playoffs. I think he's going to have a a real productive individual season. But I think, obviously, Chicago's uh, far from being a playoff team in the Western Conference in the Central Division as well, pushing up on it. So I think the advantage that a guy like Crosby had, too, let's not forget, too, Rod, when he came into the NHL, they were coming off the work stoppage. Uh, They had uh, clamped down on obstruction penalties, hooking, holding, interference, those sorts of things. Power plays or just being handed out like Oprah's book club for a while in the NHL back then, right? You get a power play, you get a power play. All of a sudden, the offense went up. Now there are not as many power plays in the NHL, I think, by way of comparison to when Sid came in uh, with the Pittsburgh Penguins. So I think 35 and 75 is a realistic goal for Connor Bedard, and I'd be disappointed if he doesn't get there. Yeah, um, well, his hat trick on the weekend certainly opened some eyes to make people realize that he can do what it takes. It It didn't slow down the hype train at all. No, it (laughs) it did not. Scott, I have more, but we're out of time. I hope we can do it again soon. Keep up the great work. As you know, I love listening to you. If you ever need anything from Sunrise, let me know.
We will be calling. Thanks very much, Rod. Sirius XM Scott Laughlin joining us from the Big Smoke. We'll be back with a sports update and uh, audience takeover in a moment. We're live on Game Plus Television on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE 99.1 FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Some might call it open line or audience takeover. I'll get to your comments in a moment right after this sports update. What do we got? What do we got? Points Bet is giving sports fans an opportunity to take home $1 million for predicting the perfect bracket at the 2023 Points Bet Invitational, Curling Canada's first major championship of the curling season. The grand prize of a $1 million is available for any fan who correctly guesses the outcome of all 30 matches during the single elimination format event. The Sweep 16 Bracket Challenge can be filled out until the event begins on September 27th. Contest is open to all residents of Canada, excluding Quebec, who are 19 years of age or older at the time of entry. Can somebody please tell me why does Quebec always get excluded from these contests? This has been going on since I was a child and nobody's, yeah, nobody's complained about it till now. Why is it always open to all residents of Canada, excluding Quebec? Seems very non-inclusive to me. The 2023 Points Bet Invitational features a field of Canada's best teams and some of the most promising university, college, U25, U21, and grassroots competitors all vying for their share of a purse worth over $350,000. On Friday night, following the Elite Eight round, there will be a celebrity invitational event featuring numerous Canadian celebrities participating in a draw to the button challenge. Stay tuned for more details on who will compete. Let me tell you what the time I participated as a celebrity in a curling event. In a second, our sports update is for Common Crown Brewing. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment. Feature ring, their core five. Good Company, Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown, Crafted Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coopersmith Brown Ale four of which sit below 5% ABV, making them the ideal beer for your everyday common affair. It was, um, I want to get to your text here, but it was the SGI Charity Classic. Remember when we used to have that, folks, in the Agrodome? And it was me. Some will remember these names. Some won't. Barry Davies from Regina's Morning Show, 62. Cool. Warren Woods, and I can't remember the fourth guy. I was still drinking back then. Damn sure Woods he was, too. Although maybe he wasn't. Barry and I were, and anyways, we're playing Jeff Stoughton, and they were up 8 nothing after two ends. We weren't taking it seriously. And Warren Woods, he was the curler out of it. He was very serious about this. Can you guys take this serious? No, no, we can't. Lost 8 nothing. shook hands after two ends. I think that was a record. So let's see if these guys, the celebrity team, shows up at least sober. Jim Wagner from uh, Balgoni Sask writes in and says, on the topic of team captain, this is on the EMJ marketing text line, he says, I understand the concept of all members contributing, but how do 25 individuals lead? Doesn't someone have to take that lead? Am I missing something? I guess he's saying, why 
have the Chicago Blackhawks taken, made the decision to go without a captain. We're going to have to talk about that next hour because I don't know why the Flames went without a captain. The best teams that I've been with, and hey, you coaches that watch this show every day, why don't you text me? Because I never coached. I only want to be responsible for me, not 25 young men in a dressing room. Um, I've often heard the leadership group should be an extension of the coach's office. And I believe that to be true. But if I guess what? They don't want any buffer between the coach's office and the players? Maybe that's an actual thing. I don't know. It's a really good question, Jim. But he's saying, who's the leader if they don't have a leader? Um... We got a few here. John Ohm says, Helly, that's Connor Hellebuck for those that don't know, won't be moved in that scenario. He got them in the playoffs. Basically, somebody wrote in here and said, uh, it's Bob. Bob in Winnipeg says, what happens if the Jets are in a playoff spot at the trade deadline and Scheif and Helly are still on the roster? They stay and walk for nothing or get traded headed into the playoffs. This happens all the time. He goes, fascinating. This is what makes trade deadlines so exciting. The Jets got to make a decision. Are we going to be a buyer and go for it, or are we going to be a seller and get rid of these guys? That's why they get the big bucks. And by the way, Kevin Sheveldayoff isn't going to hide from this situation. I'm sure they'd be very happy to be in a playoff spot come trade deadline, and they got to go for it. Uh, great question. I lost the music in my ear. Or did you start playing the music? Let me know. I'm not sure. There you go. Uh, Jay in Winnipeg says, by the way, Connor Bedard will be the captain of the Blackhawks. And maybe he will, but not this year. Hour two coming up. Lots of fun. Stick around on Game Plus and Key Radio. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.